Hello, everybody, and welcome to um, the Hub World podcast. This is actually episode 20, part two. Um, oh, why gosh. is it part two? Because so we started our N64 Essentials, made a short list of a grand total of 17 games, and realized that we were over time, and if we progressed, we would be way over time. So we decided to split it up. So today we are going to debate, and we promise this will be a bloodbath. So stay tuned for our opinions. Um, you will be entertained. You will be entertained. So um, just a reminder, my name is Jules from the Hub World. I'm Mateo. Hey, it's Gino. I'm Egiano from your world. Hello there. It's Riley. And this is the Battle of the Blood. Um, so it's blood. we, ha- <laughs> um, we're gonna get pretty like we're gonna get into it, um, pretty quickly, um, with what our um, what our five essential games are. So we're gonna start just deliberating. I think from here, we have seventeen games, which is the largest list of games we've had to do deliberation for. So what I'm going to suggest is to get this out of the way. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to eliminate things that we can all agree shouldn't be here. Majora's Mask. What? Oh, Gino. Gino, hold the gunfire. Hold the gunfire. (laughs) Let me finish. We're going to deliberate which things just, yeah, like we mentioned them, we nominated them, but like clearly with this list are probably not going to make it to the to five essential. Then we need to start taking games that we mentioned multiples. Unless we really feel like, I'm not saying we have to, like like for example, Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie, I'm not saying we have to take one of them off. We could put both of them on the essentials list, but that's a conversation I think we should have after we take off the like obvious ones. Then we talk about the ones that we've mentioned two or more games in the same series? Do we keep them both in contention, or do we pick one? And then from there, we break it down to the top five. So, starting off, we need to... I will reiterate the list, in case any of you want to write it down. So, we have Diddy Kong Racing. We have Banjo-Kazooie. We have Super Mario 64. We have Snowboard Kids 2. We have Mario Party 3. We have Paper Mario. We have The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. We have Conker's Bad Fur Day. We have Mischief Makers. We have Star Fox 64. We have Banjo-Tooie. Mario Tennis. Mario Kart 64. Donkey Kong 64. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Mario Party 2. And Dr. Mario 64. So... Who would like to begin? Who would like to nominate something for elimination? I think we got rid of Dr. Mario 64 right off the bat. Okay. Throwing, oh, wow. You, uh, Adrian, just accepting it? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. We don't even have to get into what I was going to say. It's gone. Easy. <laughs> um, well, as much as I really like these games, uh, like both of them made were on like my short list, and like I still I really love them. Uh, but like I just don't see 
a way that like I, and I nominated Mario Tennis, and I acknowledged in my nomination that I'm just doing it just to pay respect to the game and like is it the game deserves the nomination, but uh, I I'm willing to take Mario Tennis 64 off, but I'm also nominating to take off uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day because and so. Okay. Yeah, I, I can oh. understand why. Because Conquer's okay, Bad Fur Day. Let's start with Mario Tennis. Okay. First. So, does anybody disagree with the removal of Mario Tennis? No. 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 I, Mario Tennis uh, gone. Dead. Okay. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Bad Fur Day. While while it's a good platformer, I there are platformers that are on here that are way better. I don't think the, the appeal of that game is the platforming though. It's not. It's yeah, just it's the, meta, not. It's, the meta, it's the meta references of like the late '90s, early 2000s. I mean, I I personally agree that it can be removed, but I also don't necessarily disagree with Riley saying keep it on for now. One thing. All right. It just it I'm... it would it complicates things further. Like the larger the list is, and like I'm just being I'm trying to be realistic. Like, is yeah. there uh, is there a chance that Conquer's Bad Fur Day could be on the list if we're if we're talking about diversity because Conquer's Bad Fur Day at the end of the day it is a platformer. That's the genre of the mm, game. See, I disagree I with you. I because, strong alliance yeah, yeah. When I was when I was trying to so originally when I was trying to to make this like when I had all the games I was trying to separate them by genre and I stopped doing that because I realized a lot of the games we have listed are actually some of them are like cross genre and Conquer was one of those ones where I was like. It, like sure, like the core, core, core gameplay is platformer, but it has so much variety within it that it felt weird putting it with other platformers. Fair enough, but like the progression of that game is very similar to the progression in like Banjo Kazooie yeah. or Donkey Kong sixty four. So yeah, but in like, any case, so yeah. well, let's hear. Let's just hear everybody. So obviously, it's on Gino Matteo. You you would be okay removing it, um, Adriano? Do you think it's going to make like, do you think it has a chance to be in the top five? Um, no. And Riley, um, you're the one kind of holding out on it, but I, I think we'll all respect if you want to keep it on. But, like, also from your standpoint, do you realistically think it, it will make it to the top five? Realistically, no. But, so I'm willing to drop it. I think it's other things could go before it but if yeah well, the, well we're not doing it because we're not necessarily doing this in the sense that like just because conquer is going now it means it's below anything else yeah right we're not ranking these it's just something i think we were comfortable saying that we've all played it we all like it but we're all aware that we all probably like other games much more that's fair okay that's where i was coming from on all right it. yeah, yeah. On- um on that note, I have one that I'd like to put up right away because I, I just I don't I don't think it's gonna make it, which is Mario Kart because I honestly think that every Mario Kart oh. afterwards nope. was we, better than it. We no. should we should save this one. Okay. This yeah. one I think I think this one is one to save, um, right. as well. So I I, I mean I don't disagree with you, Riley, but we will. I think that's a one to save. Okay. Um, because we'll have to talk about that in tandem with other things. Yeah. Um. The other ones, so here are the other underlying ones. So here's the other solo ones that can't really be in a group conversation. I don't know any, like, honestly, I don't even know what Mischief Makers is. I do. So somebody's got to explain <laughs> what that game is to me. Plat- it's a 2D scrolling beat-em-up platformer sort of thing. 
Okay, so I don't know anything. I don't want to say it should go. I have no opinion on Mischief Makers. So Neither those of you who know it need to to um, talk about it. Because we didn't even talk about the game when it got nominated. So I don't actually know if it's if if it's going to make it to top five. So that's something. Oh, I know this game. I just looked it up. I, I've never played it, but I, I recognize it. But um, you recognize it from seeing it at my house? Probably. But yeah, so I guess Adrian O'Reilly, you've both played it. How do you feel about this game? Do you think it's it's a contender for top like the five essentials, or how are we feeling about Mister Makers? Uh, I don't think it's a contender for five essentials, but I don't. I'll let Adriano. Yeah, we can drop it if he wants to. Okay, Mister Makers is gone. The next one that's kind of a standalone that can't really be talked about in tandem with other things. Um, if I'm just going up the list is. Star Fox 64. I'm not saying we should drop it. I'm just saying it's not something that we have to talk about in comparison to another game. I think that one has um, potential, so I'm... I do as well. Saying, I'm definitely saying as, don't. As do I. Pass that one out yet. Okay, so okay, that one we'll keep for now. Um, the next one is Paper Mario. Um, another I game that doesn't it, really have a light game. I think Paper Mario has potential as well. I do too. Even though <laughs> I do think that, that other... Yeah. Like the that the the next game in the series is does think... everything that the original one does. I I feel okay. like it does it better. Okay. But for the Nintendo sixty four, definitely. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so we have thirteen games, so we still have to shave eight games. So considering roster diversity and considering similar games, the first thing we should consider is we currently have three racing games on this list. We're most likely not putting three racing games in our essentials. Maybe we're going to put two, but that's a conversation oh, we should have. Is I like my personal opinion is I think there should be one, but I'm open to discussion if people think that we should put two racing games. Um, what about people who think you should put zero? What does everybody think? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's also think, a possibility, too. I think Diggy Kong Racing is the more. Um, unique game on the N64. You can't get that anywhere else. And Mario Kart's been redone many times. Snowboard Kids is very obscure. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. If it has to be one racing game, I would nominate um, Diddy Kong Racing. I completely echo those sentiments. I think that's majority right there. And I also, but but it's not just about a majority. We we want to hear all opinions. But just to add in with Mario Kart, which I al- already talked about, and I believe it was our episode four about Mario Kart as a series. I do not like Mario Kart sixty four because I am a massive fan of current Mario Kart. I think Mario Kart games have, for the most part, been getting better, and I love Mario Kart eight. And in my opinion. The dawn of current Mario Kart started with Double Dash. Mario Kart 64, like, honestly, I feel is such a relic. Like, I understand why people liked it at the time, because it's it was the best of what it could do at that time. But I think, like, I can't even... Tr- personally, I cannot pick up that game now and play it. Like, it feels like chaos to me. Um, so personally for game. me... That's the point of Mario Kart 64. It was chaotic. And to know, this day, it, it still has the the best battle mode in any Mario Kart game. Sure, but and I'm not picking is, it. And that alone is worth it still being considered on the list. It's yeah. a top five. It, sure. it can't, 
we can't drop Mario Kart 64 right but here, now. But here's, but here's the thing. But here's the thing is, I understand that it has... Again, I think that's very subjective because I do think the battle mode has gotten better. But even if that were the case, even if it did have the definitive battle mode experience... Who plays battle mode? One, yeah. like Battle mode is also just a supplementary material to a racing game. And two, again, in my opinion, the battle mode in Diddy Kong Racing is better. No, I cannot sit here and have people besmirch the battle mode of Mario Kart 64. I'm not besmirching like, it. I just think Diddy no. Kong Racing Diddy is Diddy Kong Racing is, oh, let's pick up eggs and put these incredibly hard-to-drive plane. Let's pick up the eggs and plop them in our, our stand, and you're going to struggle to steal the eggs. Like, the controls in the plane hey, combat in that just one, one battle mode... I know, that's just but the, one of the battle modes. The level design of the tracks in Mario Kart 64's battle mode are a step above of anything in Diddy Kong Racing's battle mode, and also just the fact that the balloon battle is, is the only mode. It's the only mode you need. Like, I just don't think... I, I, like, love, I love the static shaper, but again, I think later reiterations of Mario Kart, you know, they have the same stuff. Look at yeah, the battle yeah. mode that they... Like, look at the battle mode they had in the base game for Mario Kart 8. Nintendo thought, and people... Like, what did people say when that came out? Like, it was awful. They they revised yeah. it somewhat in like they made it better in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but at the time they're like you have this amazing battle mode in Mario Kart 64 and like it's just sitting there. Okay, but I, I'd I, also like to point out how many people actually play the battle mode even after they revitalized in Mario Kart 8. And it's not cuz it's bad. It's because people People are upset when things are removed, but like ultimately, like when they're there, sometimes they don't utilize. Like I, I personally don't think the battle mode is a big enough reason to keep Mario Kart sixty four. And when I said that, you guys have to, you guys have to consider like Mario Kart sixty four was the first big multiplayer game that came out on N sixty four. I but I'm I'm considering that it's just the problem is this is N sixty four. Yeah. Every one of these games, there's an argument that this was the first of something. And so, like, I understand that Mario Kart 64 was the first. It's just as good first. as it was in 1990, uh, 1996 as it is today. Like, it, I, think, it, that... I think all the battle stuff was the exact same in Double Dash. Like, I do remember there being Mario Kart yeah, like, and then, the balloon yeah. system. It's very similar. I know, like, I I know it's, it's similar. I know it's similar, but, like, the thing is, like, I, I'm in the... I, it's a it's an unpopular opinion, but like I don't, yeah. I I feel Double Dash personally doesn't handle as well as Mario Kart sixty four did in my opinion. Like I just don't. Yeah, no, I, they, it, I feel like the, the and the maps racing. weren't that great in Mario Kart Double Dash. Okay, either. okay, but, but again, I think we need to shift from the battle mode, like yeah, thing of but this. The so choosing, the reason I'm choosing Diddy Kong is because you can't get Diddy Kong anywhere else on any other. Well, you can. You can get on DS, but yeah, the definitive one is on is one hundred percent on. And the thing is, here's oh. the thing. Here's here's the big thing with Mario Kart sixty four, and I think you misinterpreted when I said it was chaos because you misinterpreted it as like it was chaos, and that's a good thing. I'm saying it's chaos because it handles poorly. The gameplay is not tight for a racer, and like in my opinion. If I'm telling somebody who's played Mario Kart 8 to go back and play Mario Kart 64 because it's just as good, I would be lying to them 
They would go it, back to that game and they would feel like it's an old game and they would feel like it's a relic. And that's yeah. the thing is I can't in good faith recommend a, co- a modern gamer to play Mario Kart 64 because it doesn't offer anything in terms of experience that's different than Mario Kart 8 plus the gameplay is way choppier and way less innovative. Yeah, it's, it's the same feeling as going from new Smash Bros to 64 Smash Bros. Yeah, exactly. That's that's my opinion on it, and I know you and Gino have a very. I have a like, strong big, attachment to both games, strong. and and honestly, yeah. it's like it's really hard because like the nostalgia for Mario Kart sixty four is so so strong. Just because like we've had like we had such a good time with it, and like I understand like for instance like the hover car and the plane gameplay of Diddy Kong Racing, albeit while really fun, wasn't the greatest. Like yeah. really, yeah, the I mean, dri- the driving is the only thing. Yes, that's I mean, better. agree. The items are better in sixty four. I mean, agree to disagree. I think is the thing, and like I said, with the battle mode, like, like that's your experience. That I'm not going to disagree that the the planes and the hovercraft are bad. Like I think they're good, but I think the big point of the N sixty four essentials is you can get a Mario Kart experience on another console. You can't get yeah, a Diddy Kong experience on another console. If yeah. you're going if I'm telling you to go back and play games on N64, I'm going to tell you to go play Diddy Kong Racing cuz you've probably already yeah. played Mario and Kart. I, and I und- and I understand that. And that's where yeah. I think Mateo, I think we might have to we might have to like take our nostalgia glosses off and like Yeah, like for me, Ocarina of Time and Just Mask, they're my favorite games. Right? But I'm taking it from the perspective of someone just bought an N64 for the first time. And they've been playing video games like the whole time. I've been playing like modern video games. So, like which games would I recommend to this person that? But you also have to look at it in the sense that of like they, historic. No, no, no. But Adriano, that's yeah. a good thing. You're supposed to like look at if no one's ever played N64 game. Like, like you have to look at it if they're experienced. Also, you have to look at it if someone that isn't a gamer and isn't experienced. And yeah, yeah, that's true. That's an important thing. But like, yeah, I'm. I, I don't want to make it sound like I hate Diddy Kong Racing. I, I friggin' love, you Diddy, love Kong Diddy Kong Racing. Racing. No, I know you're not... But, arg- I, I know what you're doing right now. You're not arguing Diddy Kong versus Mario Kart. Yeah, I'm you're arguing, arguing for Diddy Kong Mario and Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah, you're no, arguing... I'm arguing you keep, yeah. You want like, both I, to stay for right yeah. now. I know, I know. And, like, I've never played Snowboard Kids. Like, that's the other thing. Like, that's the big unknown that... Yeah, we didn't even talk I, about Snowboard Kids. Or we're we not even talking or? about Snowboard Kids, because, like, I've never played it before. I cannot... I physically can't I've argue it. for or against that game at all. I like Same Snowboard here. Kids, but I, I, I really likes it. I personally like Diddy Kong Racing better than Snowboard Kids, so I wouldn't put Snowboard Kids over Diddy Kong Racing. Um, personally, but that's my experience with it. I don't know what Adriano's experience is with it. No, no, same way. Like I would recommend Diddy Kong Racing over Snowboard Kids to somebody. Okay, well. Ultimately, we have to make the decision. I think we need to move on from this conversation. So ultimately, we have to make the decision. Are we moving forward with Diddy Kong Racing and Mario Kart 64 both staying here? Or are we just moving forward with... We're probably only going to put one racer, if we put a racer on the list. And this is the one we're going with. So you think... So then we're going to... Ultimately... This so my decision is basically going to come with come down to this like you can't play as Banjo in Mario Kart 64 unfortunately. That is true. So, you cannot. True. And you cannot We're play talking. it in Nor can you play as the best Kong. <laughs> no wood Kong. 
Rip Mario Kart 64. And um, Tonker, too. You can play as Tonker before they made it into an M-rated game. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is cutesy Conker. Yeah. In fact, maybe we just put Diddy Kong Racing on the list, and then we can remove Donkey Kong, Banjo, and Conker games. And that can just represent all three. I'm, I'm no. That, that's well, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. okay. So anyway, the next like games. So um, the next like games that we can deliberate between, which I think will be the one that we don't need to have a huge bloodbath over, is Mario Party Three versus Mario Party Two. Because realistically, we're not bringing them both to the finals. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta decide. So I think this one is very easy, and it could just go by vote. Yeah. I don't really think this one needs a huge argument unless any anybody because at the end of the day Mario Party 2 and Mario Party 3 are both good and they're both just as good as each other and it's really subjective so I think as a group we just need to figure out which one people prefer so Adriano what is which one would you which one would you want to push three or two I I haven't played both of them enough to know much but uh, I'm going to say two Bino Three or two. I'm gonna say I'm also gonna say two, even though I really like Waluigi in 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 video games and Mario Party three had Waluigi. We keep out of all the Mario Party games that we play, we always go back to two. I disagree. We I think we play three quite. I a bit think more. we play three much more, but I me and Riley clearly are on the three train. Um, so it really is Mateo's deliberating and i know you nominated two but i don't know if you have a different opinion on which one well is going through i could i could toss a coin honestly on this because three was my first mario party and also, i think it was actually like the first game that you... two and three are like oh they're 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 to me like it's almost the exact same experience except the difference is the mini games and uh, he has a single player I, in the dual mode and waluigi and daisy Yes, I know. But I'm thinking forward here right now. So this this no, decision no, goes... No, 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 no. I know, I'm just There's trolling. There's no bartering, uh, no bartering. Uh, you save your bartering for later. No, there's no bartering. You, you I, can't think, just... I think if I had to pick right now, even though Gino walked in front of the screen when I was doing the item minigame... I was hoping you weren't going to bring game, this up. I have I'll I'll pick Mario Party three, just because I like having my Mount Rushmore wall of my uh, my uh, characters on the the maps the 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 menu Good screen choice. there. Good choice. Good choice. So now Mario Party three. Um. So now we have. Let's see. We got a, we have a three D platformer problem. One two right three now. four yeah, five six seven eight nine ten. Yeah, don't worry. We're gonna get to three D platform problem eventually, but we have more conversation to have before we get there. Yeah, um, we, I think right I, now we could we could shave one. Well, 3D we can platformer have. Off. Well, we that's the thing. So the first conversation we have to have before we can have the platformer conversation is we act, we have to have the conversation of the banjo games. Banjo-Kazooie or Banjo-Tooie, or do we actually feel comfortable bringing them both forward, which as much as I love Banjo-Tooie, I don't think there should be two Banjo games on this eventual list. I don't either. Um, so, I think we need to weigh Banjo-Kazooie versus Tooie now. I'm going to assume 
Wait, can we? I don't. Just please before this. I, I am. I'm gonna have like a, an aneurysm at some point here. No, but just, listen, listen, just for listen. the sake of my sanity, can we please take Donkey Kong sixty four off? Wow. We. I think let's talk about that in a sec. Okay. Did we already take okay. off Conkers? I kind of. Yes. Out a we'll bit. talk oh, yeah. about. Yeah. Yes. We'll talk about Donkey Kong sixty four in a sec. Okay. We got to talk about Banjo first. Now. Obviously, like Adriano's already said, he hasn't played Tui. Yeah. Um, so his 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 um favor will likely be with Kazooie, and I know Matteo and Gino's yeah. favor is well, both with Kazooie. Everybody's saying that the sequel is like took what is in the first and just round of it and made it better and everything. Then I'm all for it. I, I would vote for Tui. No, it's not. Well, that's not. It's not, it's not Adriano, true in the slightest, Adriano. The thing is, we oh. we're at an impasse here, Adriano, because Riley and I do both have. We both prefer Banjo Tooie over Kazooie, and Matteo and Gino both pre- pre- prefer Kazooie over Tooie, which is oh. something that has been established over a long time. Now, Riley, I'm going to have a. I'm going to say to you, I think that just because I don't want to sit here and argue it, I oh, think we should. Let's just. I like Banjo Kazooie. You know what? I like Banjo Kazooie, and Mateo is the ma- he is the biggest Banjo Kazooie fan I've ever met. And if you, Riley, if we were doing a Halo list and you said Halo Two, Halo Two is the top one because that's the one you liked, I would back you because you're the biggest Halo fan. So I think we should just give it to. We're at a this tie, is, but but this is the thing, though, Jules. This is, I don't like this. This is the this is this is the thing. And be honest, if you were to recommend someone who has never touched a video game in their life. Here, play this relatively straightforward potential ten to fifteen hour game, or play this labyrinth of a forty hour game that requires backtracking and now, has grunty industries think, in it. I think Would, I think you're being very that requires <laughs> knowledge think, of the previous okay, game. So I yeah, think that's the I thing. Okay, listen, listen. You're being very. If we're suggesting games to someone who's never played it before, I don't think we should suggest a sequel. I think. The first in line in the story. I also would, thought this is, well, this is I don't, thing that people like. Yeah, never so play games. I don't necessarily think that's always the case that you shouldn't tell them to play. Like, I think it depends on the game. But that being said, Mateo, I feel you're a bit hostile when I was trying to make a generous point to you. But I know I where just, this is. I know where this is coming from. That's the thing. I, I know agree. you guys. I no, this has nothing to you do with this. Has nothing. This has you nothing. You not trick me. You not trick me. This has. I promise you, this has nothing. In my opinion, this has nothing to do with barter. The reason I was saying give it to you is because, like I said, you are the bigger, like very clearly the bigger banjo fan, the bigger banjo authority in our group of friends, and. I don't see a reason. Like, I think Banjo Tooie and Kazooie are so close in experience and in terms of like, like in terms of quality that really you could say either of them. But I do think what you just said is ultimately the kicker for why maybe Kazooie deserves to be on the essentials list because if this is going to be somebody who's playing the game for the first time, Kazooie probably is the better experience to have as your first Banjo game. Because I think you'll appreciate Kazooie more if you play it before Tui. If I tell somebody to play Tui first, then going back to Kazooie is harder. Right. Yeah, that's my argument too. Who would say my name? Yep. So, 
Riley, how do you feel about that? I'm... I here I here I am coming to this and then 64 essentials with an essay written about why banjo kazooie is better than that's Banjo-Kazooie. the thing and, and you I don't even whip it out you don't need to you don't need to because i don't i think ultimately when i think in my head is we can have a three-hour podcast of us arguing banjo tooie or kazooie but ultimately i don't think riley and i care enough to defend banjo tooie to the point where it's at inevitably going to lose anyway like and ultimately realistically i think that there's arguments on both sides you can put either in you shouldn't put both in and i think like i i personally respect your authority as a banjo kazooie fan in saying that banjo or banjo kazooie is the one to play as the essential okay fine i i will take it and listeners, if you've never played Badger Kazooie, do yourself a favor and play it. You should yep. do both, honestly. But you Game should Pass. play both. Yeah, you, on you Xbox should play both. Game Pass on XCloud. Yeah. And and for the record, once again, I like Banjo Tooie. But now we have three platformers on the list. We're not. I don't think we're going to put three platformers on the list. Maybe two. So I say we at least shave off one. So we have Mario sixty four, we have Banjo Kazooie, and we have. Um, Donkey Kong 64. Now, um, how do people feel about removing one of those? Uh, yes. I think I think we could re- remove both of the extra ones at this point. And I'm saying that purely based on how Mateo described Banjo-Kazooie earlier. As much as I am a Mario 64 purist, and I love that game. Oh! Too early. No, DK, D64 is coming off this list, Mateo. Yeah, I don't need yes. to give a reason for that. But but, but here's the thing for, for taking off Mario. 64. But here's the thing. But why? DK64 is better than Mario. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I feel like it's unfair that you're saying, well, DK64 is coming off the list because Riley really likes DK64. I really like DK64. No, I I do too. It's just but that, I like, agree with Gino. But I agree with Gino. Maybe it is better to just remove Donkey Kong 64 and Super Mario 64. Well, this is where I was coming at, because I, I, I'm using my foreshadowing abilities to know that something's going to happen at the end of this, the end of this the list that we're not going to agree on, and I know how Jules feels about Mario there 64. Are no bargaining chips. There, this is the thing. There is a likelihood that only one 3D platformer makes on this list, even though the N64 was the system that created the or at least pushed the genre to where it's at now and it pains me to to come to that conclusion in my head but like i could see a reality where there's literally only one 3d platformer on this list just because we feel strongly about something else that's going to happen so okay so what we're saying is and how and adriano what are your opinions on this um so this is like Donkey Kong versus Banjo Kazooie. No, it's so Donkey, Donkey Kong versus, versus Banjo Kazooie versus Mario sixty four. What is being proposed? Ooh. What's being proposed is that we remove okay. both Donkey Kong sixty four and Super Mario sixty four because we might only push one platformer into the list. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm off of Banjo Kazooie. Yep. Because I haven't played Donkey Kong sixty four, and Super Mario sixty four has been recently ported to All Stars. And yep. and and a PC port. <laughs> yeah. If and, if you uh, if you play the unofficial release, and 
And <laughs> might I add, while I know this is a hot take and an unpopular opinion, not only has Super Mario 64 been ported, it has also, in my opinion, been bested in quite a significant way. And while I think that it is a great game, I do think that, in my opinion, having played it recently on the 3D All-Stars, going back to that game, damn, that game aged. It aged. It definitely aged after Odyssey. And this is the yeah. thing. I think that is the that's the the piece of the puzzle that like that shifted in my mind the most like i still to the, i love mario 64 and i will always love that game it's so it's that is the n64 game in my mind yes. still but it's it it was rough to an extent like and i don't know if that was because of the not like i need to play that game on an n64 controller cuz that controller was made for mario 64 but maybe that was the reason I didn't enjoy it as much on 3D All Stars. But and I don't want I didn't I really don't want that opinion to like push me to make a decision now about Mario 64. But I don't know. Like and I, I know the way how you you and Gino feel about it now. Like that's the thing. Like and the thing is like and just like you said, like the thing is Mario 64. When I've gone back and replayed it. It has felt like it's aged. But that I can't say the same about that for Banjo Kazooie. No. Banjo Kazooie like, is when not I go aged back today, and play Banjo Kazooie, it doesn't feel like it's play aged. On a 360, like, so I that's that's where I'm at. And I, I do think we can remove Donkey Kong 64 and Super Mario 64. So the thing is with me, like Banjo Kazooie is my that's my go to like that's my banjo kazooie is like my my uh like stuck on a desert a desert island like game yeah that's one of those for me and like i i I think we're at don't worry we're not asking you to drop banjo kazooie no i know i know that i i'm like obviously mario 64 will not be anywhere near that to me so like that's the thing like I, I for sure would not put Donkey Kong 64 forward. It's now whether question, like, would I put Mario 64 forward also? What? It and sounds like I think four the, of us are comfortable yeah. dropping it, so. Yeah. How yeah, I feel? think I'm looking at the other games on this list and just don't see how, okay. given how things have transpired in the last little while, like, I just don't see a way Mario 64 could be on the list. Okay. As much as it pains so. me to say that. Yeah. I, now I we have that already. We have seven games on the list, so we're almost there. So, just to remind everybody the games we have, there is one more conversation we have to have, but the thing is, this conversation can go very differently depending on how we feel. So right now, we have Diddy Kong Racing, we have Banjo-Kazooie, we have Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. So, I think the conversation we have to have here is... If we're going to put two, like, both Zelda games, do we put two Zelda games into this Essentials list? And if we do, which two games do we sacrifice as a result? Or are we going to make this... Are we going to, for for list diversity, pick one Zelda game, or, even hotter take, neither Zelda game deserves to be on this list? 
No, we say that this is good. We said we advertise this as a bloodbath. It's one of the Zelda games. We advertise this as a bloodbath. We got to live up one to Zelda game only. Gino one has Zelda game made, only. Yep. Gino, Master of Blood, has said it. We must have <laughs> the bloodbath. Okay. Well, I think because um, Banjo Tooie didn't make the cut because it's best to not have a sequel first rather than the first game. Maybe Ocarina of Time should be the first one. Mm. So here's my argument. Here's my argument, though, Adriano. So here's my argument with that. Is I understood Banjo-Tooie needing Banjo-Kazooie because Banjo-Tooie fundamentally builds off of Banjo-Kazooie's gameplay style well, in the sense so that... Well, mask off of Ocarina of Time. But no, but, but you haven't played Banjo-Tooie, so it's it's like, it's a different experience. So like almost think of Banjo-Tooie as almost like Banjo Tooie, when you go into it, almost requires you to have like they don't reteach you any of the fundament fundamental aspects yeah. of the game. They expect you to know all of the moves already, and like they have a very yeah. small like optional tutorial if you want to learn it. And then like in terms of narrative, completely builds off of it. Like in terms of gameplay elements, completely builds on what what happened in the previous game. Whereas I do feel like Majora's Mask is a little different because while obviously they enhance things and some things are a little better and more refined, I don't feel like the game requires you to have played... Like, the only thing about Ocarina of Time you really need to know is that he has the Ocarina of Time, and they kind of tell you that at the beginning of the game. Um, Like, anything necessary to the plot of that game is told to you in that game, and it can be played as a as a standalone of course having the previous game enhances that experience but from a gameplay yeah. perspective it doesn't require you to have played ocarina of time it doesn't require you to but i still i wouldn't recommend playing the sequel before the the first one but Another... here's the other thing but here's but here's the other thing to consider so zelda as a series is a very vast series full of different games and like and that's the thing is like Zelda, I feel like even though Majora's Mask is a sequel to the Hero of Time story, like plot wise, again, it doesn't rely on anything that really happens in Ocarina of Time. And each Zelda game, Aonuma and Nintendo have purposely like created each Zelda game to be able to be played as if it's your first Zelda game. Like that's why the timeline's all over the place and there's all these different experiences. Now, my big thing with Majora's Mask is. And this is coming from somebody who has been an Ocarina of Time fan my whole life. Majora's Mask is the single most unique experience in the Zelda franchise. And you can get an Ocarina of Time-like experience from other games in the series. You can only get a Majora's Mask-like experience from Majora's Mask. I want to agree. Where's the lie? All of the dungeons in Majora's Mask are awful. Except That's not Stone true, Tower. though. They're the bosses not awful. All suck. Or, the final boss is think, incredibly or, easy I think to they defeat. Suck and you'll get lost Even and you'll have trouble easier with them when you when you go in and do everything or, and get the ultimate or, mask in the game. Or it, it, R, it's a pushover. Or, it doesn't respect the player. Or the difficulty you're saying that like. Okay. What about no using the big Boron Sword in, in Ocarina of Time? That you had to at least work for the like. You yeah, don't. You, you have to work to get the first deity. Oh, mask. Yeah, you have to work way harder to get first deity than you do. Yeah, I know. But Ganon isn't. You don't sneeze and Ganon blows over. 
You don't have you an item that do. literally you gives you infinite magic like to minute. spam your sword beams out. I'm sorry. Okay. But... It's not a complete experience. And if it's if you're talking about like a pure Zelda experience from the uh, also from like like okay, narrative and side quests and all that stuff are great and all. But if the game only no. has four dungeons, one of them is memorable at best. The giant fish boss is a pushover. The, the, the swamp dungeon, you just burn them with fire arrows. The goat boss is awful. And okay, if but you my... don't have enough magic resources and stuff, Twin Mold's a pain in the ass. Here's like, my... Fundamentally, as a Zelda game, it fails. Okay, first, there's a couple things I want to pick apart. It's unfair to say, oh, it doesn't follow the same god... Pardon my friend. Doesn't seem to follow the same pattern every other Zelda boss has, where it's you have to figure out what item. Are you, you sorry? You don't have to figure out anything. It's always the item in the dungeon that you like. The item you got from the dungeon that you're currently doing, you have to use on the boss. And you do that three times. Oh, sorry, uh, Majora doesn't do that, so it automatically fails the Zelda game, right? I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to point out though that that wasn't a series pattern. Really, I wouldn't even call that a series pattern when Majora's Mask came out. Okay, like, but it definitely Mask was, was like, going the for it. They Zelda took what Ocarina did and then continued to do that. And it's not an so, interesting boss. It's not a fun other, way to fight bosses. And the other thing, too, I was going to say, Gino, is one, don't you ever dare say that fish boss is a pushover. I died four times on that fish boss on my most recent playthrough. It is not a pushover. Also, Second of all, I said the final you... boss is a pushover. Okay, you do that by saying you don't have to sneeze and Majora will fall over and die. Okay, Okay, but that's like saying it's like Twilight Princess's boss fight is terrible. Can we completely broken? Okay, there's too much talking. We need to, we need to take each point. No, no, no. We need to take each point and actually break it down rather than just throwing everything. Okay, so. Let's put okay, it first. Can I, can I rebut this? Uh, the we, whole... we, we can't, we can't well, vote can on we, this one. This can is we... the bloodbath we promised. No, 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 no. I, have, I have something to say also I, after, though. Like, can we Can we just focus, though, on each of these points that's already been brought up? Yes. Because we keep adding all these layers, and we haven't even explored the ones that have been brought up. Okay. Yeah. So okay. first of all, first off, the first thing we need to talk about that was said is we're, we're talking about dungeons, and we're talking about number, and we're talking about... Um, Gino's quality. saying that they're bad, qual- quality, blah, blah, blah. So, Riley... Find a bad dungeon, please. Ry- Riley, well, Riley has said that one of the, he likes the fact that the dungeons aren't totally focused on every puzzle just around a dungeon item, which is fair. It's a different, unique experience. My opinion on the dungeons, having recently played it, is that, yeah, there's four of them, but... I don't think there's less content in the game because there's only four. And two, I don't think they're bad. I think that every dungeon in Majora's Mask tries to be innovative and some of the execution fails, but some of it works. But in general, I admire it for trying to be innovative, whereas no offense to Ocarina of Time, but every single dungeon was pretty plain. Like, there was a pretty, like, in Ogre of Time, everything was, like, like, nothing, the highs in Majora's Mask, in my opinion, are much higher than the highs in Ogre of Time in terms of dungeon design, but the lows are also much lower, too. It's more sporadic. In my opinion, the only real revolutionary, awesome, like, innovative concept dungeon in Ogre of Time were the Forest Temple and the Spirit Temple. Everything else was pretty plain. 
That's my opinion. Whereas uh, I feel like at least Majora's tried to be innovative with every dungeon. Some of it worked like Stone Tower. Some of it didn't work like Great Bay. Okay, but I see. I think Great Bay gets a bad rap. Like it does, but my po- like the the reason people don't seem to like Majora's Mask dungeons is because it's again, it's ba- it's not most of the puzzles are have nothing to do with the item you get. It's almost all environmental. And a good video I watched on this by a YouTuber called Game Maker's Toolkit kind of explains it more succinctly than I can. But the idea is that Majora's, much more than Ocarina, rewards thoughtful, like, actually thinking about the dungeon you're in and the environment and how it all works pieces together. It's like how the Water Temple isn't actually bad when you think about it. It's just you get lost because you're not thinking. Because you expect your map to do everything for you. Yeah, and that, yeah. Like, yeah. if you think about how, like, Great Bay is very easy to solve once you figure out that you just have to change the currents to get to specific I, I agree, and I and I had that experience replaying it recently, is once I slowed down and was like, okay, I'm going to slow down and actually try to look for everything in this room before leaving, it made the dungeons yeah. a lot more enjoyable. The problem with Majora's Mask is if you try to rush through the dungeons, because at Ocarina of Time, you don't really need to explore the rooms that much. You just need to find, like, the one thing and leave. Majora's Mask, the problem is the dungeons get annoying if you don't explore and find everything, because if you leave, sometimes it's a big deal to get back to that same Mm -hmm. room. But if you actually do take it from the lens of, like, I'm gonna be explore, like, I'm gonna explore this area, in a way, it's almost like a precursor to Breath of the Wild in that way. Like, you won't appreciate Breath of the Wild unless you actually choose to explore. And that's what Majora's Mask was trying to do. It's just almost like people weren't ready for that back then. And they weren't ready to explore. And they weren't ready to experience that. Um, so that's yeah, my the argument. The problem with Majora's Mask, though, and the problem with that statement is that, you, okay, they want you to take your time. But you can't take your time in that game because you have they, a timer. They, if you, you use can. the backwards song of t- or the inverted time. I understand that, but like it, the reason why I can't get into Majora's Mask, and I didn't bring this up in the Zelda topic for whatever reason, I, I don't know why, but like, and it's the most important reason why I don't like Majora's Mask, is that it's the same reason I don't like, like I can't get into Pikmin, is that like, if you put a time, I, I play video games to have a good time, and to relax, and play at my own pace but if the game is forcing me to do something and forcing me to play it a specific way i'm sorry i can't get into that and i don't think someone who's ever played a game has never played a game before should be put into the same it should be playing a game that has features like that in it like okay, yeah. wait again are is this directed towards people who've never played a game in their lives or people who've never played n64 because that's but it's 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 all relevant, it's, Riley. It's just all relevant. It's just if you were going to recommend people to go back and play five games on the end. And this is only if I'm comparing it to games. Ocarina of Time, because like I, I'm like of the belief or like, like we'll never be able to convince each other to like flip flop or whatever. But like, and recommend it because like these are both. I guess you could say Majora's Mask is a a good game. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But like, the thing is, I just don't. Like I and like the other thing is like I personally like I was staying quiet the entire time you guys were dissecting Zelda uh, Majora's Mask 3DS because all the those things they put in Majora's Mask 3DS were meant for players like me that need those types of things to be engaged with that game. I think the way they did the Bomber's Notebook in 3DS is better for someone like me. 
having all the save points is better for someone like me that like it it those it, i know it's not meant for like the core audience but like for me as someone who doesn't just needs that hand holding to get through majora's mask like all that stuff is more valuable to me than it would be for anyone else like it, that's the that's where i came i i didn't want to intervene back then but like i thought it would be fair to say that now because like i'm someone who has never played majora's mask from beginning to end i i can't i physically can't do it and and if I'm going to play a Zelda game, I'm going to play a Zelda game that's going to that will be engaging for me from beginning to end, and that's Ocarina of Time. Like, if I have to compare the two, but like once again, I think we could be completely wasting our time and our breath right now on this because they're like, well, both, no, there's nothing like, wrong with waste. Like, we don't have to waste time. There's a discussion. I know, but like, oh. it could all be it could all be for naught. Like, it's. But what's I don't know. what's for nothing? That's, that's the point like, of discussion. Is I to know, just but talk about even it. if even if you well, don't change I'm, anyone's mind, you can still give them a new lens to think, like a new perspective. Yeah, ultimately, ultimately, what we determine to put on this list isn't what's important. What's important is the discussion we're having, because regardless of what we end up choosing, our listeners right now are listening to why we are pushing for each game, and that's going to be more meaningful to what influences them than what we actually deliberate at the end. So I wouldn't and like, I wouldn't call this for naught. Like and, this isn't and like this isn't like a barter. This isn't like And yeah. And I know this is gonna come across the wrong way, but like to me the main meat of every Zelda game should be the adventure. And the main way like and that's why I can't like I love Breath of the Wild and I think Breath of the Wild is like I said, it's going to take the Zelda series into a new direction, and it's going to be different. And I just, I hope Nintendo remembers the past of the Zelda series while they go out that way. But like, the exploration is at its best when it's in the dungeons, and I just don't, I cannot accept the fact that that game only has four. And it I'm has someone who three mini dungeons. I, I know, but like, I, the thing is, I'm gonna tell you, you like Wind Waker, and Wind Waker only has five. I know. But that's for me, like at least you have like the Great Sea and like the mini islands, but like the thing is with Wind Waker, the overworld isn't very big. Clocktown is amazing. Like Clocktown is probably one of the best towns in Zelda, but like the thing is that I still can't like I'm not a side quest guy. Like I and it's the type of thing where like if half the content in the game is in side quests and I only do half of that half, like I'm missing out on so much of the game. But, like, but that's why I think I think that we have to get away from this idea of Majora's Mask is mostly side quests. And I think we have to stop using the word side quest when talking about Majora's Mask. It almost sounds like I said, Yeah, because in, in a way, like, and this is the thing, is I'm just going to keep paralleling when we're talking about Majora's Mask with other games. So, for example, when you were saying, Mateo, well, you, it doesn't work for you. You don't like the time mechanic and stuff. So what if you screw up on something in the middle of like, for instance, you're doing the Anju cafe stuff, right? You're at the very last section of the Anju cafe stuff in Ikena and you screw up. You have to do all of that. But Gino, that's not what I'm getting to. That's not what I was getting in the ass. I get it, Gino. And I understand. And I'm not saying that you're, I agree with Mateo and Gino about the time aspect too. Like that's what makes it unique. But as a, huge Zelda fan, like, 
that game does give me a little bit more stress and anxiety than any other Zelda game. And, and to some yes, people, you're right that there's a lot of exploration, but I feel like it gets lost because of that time aspect. Like, I can't just take my time exploring and enjoying my surroundings. I feel like, you know, pressed for time, always. But and I think I, that... And, I, and, and to finish off, I don't think I would recommend that um, to someone has their first Zelda experience on the N64. That's I would definitely fair. recommend to play it, but I, I wouldn't recommend that over open a time first. You know? And that's fair. And I think what I was trying to say before um, we kind of got back into this time thing, my point was going to be that I understand that there's anxiety and that, okay, the time mechanic doesn't work for some people, but that's like this, it's to me. It sounds like the same tired arguments. That's the same as like people saying, "Well, I don't like Skyward Sword because motion controls." And it's like, "Well, then you're not getting the point of the game." And it's the same thing with Breath of the Wild, where people are like, "Well, breakable item mechanics," and and I don't want to explore and climb things. Blah blah. I want Zelda. Like I want Zelda um, mechanics. And to me, it's like I I understand the criticism of it. And I'm not saying that you're not valid in what you're you're saying. But mm-hmm. I also think it's missing the point of the design of the game. Like the the point of the game is to give you anxiety. Like you are supposed to feel yeah. anxious because they're trying to make like that's how they immerse you into the game world. Like that is that game world. Everybody's yeah, but, under anxiety. Link's under I, I, anxiety. Like yeah, but I, right? I'm not like, saying I wouldn't recommend it, but I wouldn't recommend it over Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I do think but, another thing to consider years. though, just the other thing I want to touch that Gino said before is when he was saying the fierce deity mask and he was very passionate about how that makes the final yeah, boss I, a I joke. Am, I'm very passionate. And, well, the final boss is and, a joke without the fierce deity mask. No, no it's not. No, it is not. It's actually really it, hard without it. I was able to defeat Majora quite quite handily without it. Yeah, and it's you are a seasoned Zelda it. game. Yeah. But, yeah, like for, for Zelda standards, it's a tough boss. If you're comparing to Dark Souls, sure, like you're not going to get your ass handed to you. But guess what? Ganondorf, the final boss of Twilight Princess, is an absolute joke who does like half a heart damage to you. So I don't and think you that's can a really trivialize that fight with a fishing rod. Yeah. So like I I think that's not something to hold against Majora. But in terms of your fierce deity argument, which is I do all this stuff and my reward is what that the final boss is a joke. Breath of the Wild, same thing. What's your reward for actually doing the story? They they destroy the final boss. Like the final boss gets half its health handed to it, and you have a bunch of gear that just makes and like these runes that makes the final boss a joke. And so it's the same thing. And that's where I'm par- trying to find these parallels with all the things that are being praised in later Zelda games are things that Majora's Mask did first. And it's just it feels like people just aren't recognizing that that. Majora's Mask created exploration in Zelda, like to a, well, a degree, I, like I Breath think, of the Wild. I think Legend of Zelda, created uh-huh. Legend of Zelda. No, but I mean, like, no, no, but I, what I mean is, like, it created that sense of like exploring every nook and cranny that Breath of the Wild brought into the series, uh-huh. like not just I regular like exploration. You, I felt like you couldn't explore every nook and cranny because you were scared for time. There's but, lots of stuff that you can skip. The thing over. is, Geno has put hours and hours and hours into both of those games. Yeah. Yes, and the t- but I feel like that's because the exploration isn't just about exploring 
the world. It's about exploring the timeline, right? Like that's the purpose of it. It's not just, hey, I want to look at this room. It's like I want to look at this room as it change or this area of Clocktown as it changes throughout the three day period. Like that's part of the exploration. Yeah, I know. But just- if you if you miss a specific event at the very beginning of of the timeline, you have to go back in time and do it yeah, all over again. Exactly, you get to go yeah, back in time. That's an a core part of the game. It's not like you missed it; you can never do it again. It's and it's not even like the days. Of that if long. I missed a yeah, but like, and if, if I missed if, a shrine if, if in an area, of you want to have, if you want to have something happen at a very like for instance, you want to you want to see this one specific thing. Okay, you, there's only so okay you can song of double time to like speed up two and a half days to get to this one very important thing but what about all like for instance i'm going to go back to anju and cafe the biggest and and best side quest in that game yeah. if you uh, mess one thing up that's like half hour gone yeah i, I you, you know, know i we got I, we, we do got to keep in mind that you know we're picking the five essential games and you know it's right it's for someone might get frustrated at never, that. oh yeah i can definitely see people rage quitting majora's mask if if they've never played you know, a 3D Zelda game for, you know, I, I would definitely recommend people to play Ocarina of Time first before Majora's You have to Mask. be a fan of the series to play that already. Like, you have to be a fan of the series. To yeah, yeah I disagree with you. I disagree well, with you on that one. How are we going to pick it then? How are we going to pick? This I mean, I'm just trying to say, I'm just trying to say the <laughs> argument that I don't think Ocarina of Time needs to play be played first. And But the argument me, of, yeah, it's art also can't can't be used here. We didn't use why? it once. We didn't use it once. Yeah, and why wouldn't it be able to be used? It's it's just I don't know. You just don't I, understand I, I, it. It's not meant to be that way. It's, it's meant to do like. What do you mean? We just don't understand it. That's that's the pretty much whenever I hear people arguing Majora over whatever, it's always some kind of like, oh, you just don't understand the nuances or. It's you're talking, but that's not what game. we're arguing. You're using yeah, other people's yeah. arguments in this conversation. Yeah. And I think we need to focus on our own arguments. Yeah. And I think ultimately, Riley obviously it's his favorite Zelda game, and he's expressed why. It's I genuinely don't think either Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time are better than each other. The only reason I think Majora's Mask should be on this list is because, again, I think you can get the Ocarina of Time experience from other Zelda games. I understand that it's it's the first one. I understand that like there's a lot of firsts and I understand the Ocarina of Time is a really good game but you can you can only get a Majora's Mask experience on the N64. You can get the story of Hyrule and the Triforce and the conflict between Ganon and Zelda and um Link through tons of other games in the series. You can get that dungeon item is the focal point of all the puzzles in tons of other games in the series. The only one that you can get this experience that's about exploring a three-day timeline that uses gameplay that that mixes different playable characters. Because, yeah, sure, you're playing as Link, but they're ultimately different playable characters. You get to play as a Goron for the first time, a Zora for the first time, a Deku for the first time. You get this wacky world that's full of all these colorful, colorful fleshed-out characters. I think that's something that, in gaming, should be experienced. Because, like I, I think that that is a like that is a unique experience. I think telling people to play Majora's Mask is important because it's unique, and not everybody's gonna like it. But also, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think you're overselling the difficulty. It's not like again, it's not like you're going from fuck 
from playing something like what's it's not like going from Pokemon Snap to Bloodborne there. Yeah. Maybe we should put both of them on then. We really can't decide. I'm no, honestly we... leaning towards leaning towards putting both on. And it's not yeah. for a fact that like it's because we can't decide. It's just like like the experiences of those games are different enough where like it's not like putting Super Mario World or Super Mario Bros and Super Mario Bros. three on the same list. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not the same thing. I, so, I think you could have one without the other, so maybe we should do both. Okay, okay so then uh, let's operate under the assumption that both are going to stay. Yeah. For now, I, uh, last time we did a tally, I what what do we still have left? There's seven we games have. left. Did you knock out Star Fox while I was? Uh... No, Star Fox no. is still here. Okay. Um, we have Diddy Kong Racing, we have Banjo Kazooie, we have Mario Party Three, we have Paper Mario. We have Ocarina of Time, we have Star Fox 64, and we have Majora's Mask. Okay. Why don't we try to push games forward onto the list now? Because like, like, we have seven games, right? Like, I'm willing to say, like, I think any, like, that's why, like, it was, I said I could toss a coin between a Mario Party game, because I think Mario Party is an integral experience like to the yeah. integral to the N64 I, experience. I, I agree. I I think Mario yeah, I agree and I think Mario Party has to be on the list. Yeah. Right. That's me. I don't yeah, know. I agree with that. I I completely agree. Like I I like I think I think it'd be insane cuz like that is the mul- like those are the multiplayer games that define the system. Yeah. To this day, like those and those games are still like they're still good. We, we play them all the time. Like I would, would I? I couldn't recommend them enough. Yeah. So, so what are we thinking? And the other thing for me also is like the other thing I would define the N sixty four to me is three D platforms, three D platformers. No, oh, hold and, on. Let's. So Mario Party three is going on. Is everybody yeah. in agreement? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait, Adriano. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mario Party three is. Secured. I think that honestly, like, I really think ban like I I because uh, I know I'm a big Banjo Kazooie fan, but try to look past that for a second. Like, if Mario sixty four isn't on this list, then Banjo Kazooie has to be. Mm-hmm. Like, what about I also think, but I also think well, DK sixty four is already gone. We remember we agreed to take DK sixty four and Mario sixty four off. I only remember the Mario Kart, Mario sixty four part. My apologies. No, you, you, yeah, you agreed to it. Um, okay. Yeah, um, but I agree. But also, like for the sense that Banjo Kazooie is also an experience you can really only like. I know it's been re released on Xbox, but you're still playing an N sixty four game. Like Banjo Kazooie is a game that really, at the end of the day, Banjo got into Smash. And why did he get into Smash? Because he had such an influence during the N sixty four era. He's still like I think. That if you're going to go back and play a game on N64, like that's where you're going to be able to play a banjo game. So I agree, banjo because we should probably be on it. Sure. So then, if we're going to go continue to uh, progress the conversation under the assumption that both Zelda games are on the list, then it's we only we have to decide one of Diddy Kong Racing, Paper Mario, or Star Fox 64. Yeah, given those three, I'm I, sorry. I'd I'd have to like I'd vote to put uh, Paper Mario out personally. Yeah, Paper Mario's gone. 
off of like, given the choice between those ones. But I'd also say Star Fox is gone. Like of those three, Diddy yeah. Kong Racing. Well, I had let's the most fun start with three. But this is, this is the with thing with Paper Mario. We specifically having the most fun with that. That's like it's. But this is the thing with Paper Mario that I really wanted to get into is like, so we talked about how, like, like I talked about how I wouldn't recommend Majora's Mask to someone who hasn't played games before, but someone who has played games before, particularly someone who likes RPGs, if they want to play. Literally one of the only RPGs on N64. The only option is Paper Mario, really. And that is an amazing option, because that is a phenomenal game. The writing in that those paper in Paper Mario 64 is amazing. Yeah, but to someone who's a fan of JRPGs, they'd find that to be... I, well, here's, I don't know, Jules, Jules, you might have more insight into this, but it's very dumbed I, down relative to other JRPGs. It is very dumbed down. Actually, within the JRPG community, people look down upon things like Paper really? Mario and... and Pokemon because they're very casual. I'm like they're seen as fun, but they're very bare bones. Like I wouldn't count it as an RPG experience. It's more of like a puzzle, um, puzzle like adventure experience in terms of if you're talking to a JRPG player. But that being said, this is the other thing that I I'm JRPG, but it's definitely an RPG. Yeah, it's a, no, it is an RPG. But I'm saying if you're talking to like an RPG fan and you're saying, "Hey, go play Paper Mario. It's an essential RPG." Like really like most people like i'm a like i play like every rpg paper mario to rpg fans is not considered really an rpg it's more of like a puzzle game or an adventure game with rpg elements like it's not really intuitive in terms of it's rp like it's 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 baby's first rpg but it's done really well it's done really well and it's really fun i love paper mario but my argument against Paper Mario, I nominated it. I love Paper Mario. It's one of my favorite games. My argument, again, that will always be my argument against Paper Mario is it did get one-upped in a very significant way. And and like and ultimately, N64 isn't the only place you can play a Paper Mario game like that. And it's not even the only place you can play the best for Paper Mario game like that. Whereas... N64 is the only place you can really play a game like Diddy Kong Racing, and it's the only place you can play a Star Fox game like Star Fox 64, because almost everything after it was different or a failed attempt to to replicate Star Fox 64. Like, when we talk about, like, going back to the glory days of Paper Mario, we talk about Paper Mario and Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. When people talk about the glory days of Star Fox, they're basically just saying Star Fox 64. Yeah. And that's why I think Paper Mario probably can be let go. But that's, right. that's my that's my opinion. I I I don't know where I know Riley agrees, and but and it sounds like Gino and Matteo do. Adriano. Um, the thing is, though, want to weigh in? The thing is, though, the big problem is we have two Zelda games here again, and this brings us back to that. Because now we yeah we sing. will but let's let's focus on well, the task at hand, which is Paper Mario. Yeah. So yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves. Paper Mario, Adriano, do you have any more opinions on Paper Mario? Um, well, there's other Paper Mario games. So we are in agreement. Okay. See you, Paper Mario. How'd you use that um, argument? Those other Paper Mario games, because of course there are other Zelda games that are much yeah. like Ocarina. Yeah. I mean, the there's a very, I think there's a big difference though. Yeah, there is a difference. There, there's definitely a difference. Like I wouldn't, 
even like though Twilight and Wind Waker are like similar to Ocarina, I would not say that they're on the same level similar as like Thousand Year Door is to the first Paper Mario. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I haven't played as much, much as I Paper like Mario Twilight stuff. and Wind Waker. I wouldn't oh. say I like them nearly as much as Ocarina because I still feel Ocarina did like I don't know. Like there is there is something about it that like I like it a lot better. And maybe it's because I spent so much time in Ocarina, right? Like Yeah. And I like I literally just replayed Ocarina and Majora's. And like it's when it's I, not it's not I, an easy task. It's not. I can tell you though that it wasn't until the end of Ocarina, like the back half of Ocarina, that I was like remembering why I liked the game so much. Whereas Majora's from the very beginning, I was like, oh yeah, this game is actually really good. And by the end, I got frustrated because of the Goron, the Goron part on the moon. And I was like, damn, this game. The Goron part of the moon. <laughs> that is the one like surefire blight on that game, that Goron thing on the moon. I'm just like, oh. I almost gave up. I was like, I did all the masks. I don't even want the Fierce Deity mask anymore. Um, but anyway, um, now it's the deliberation of we have Diddy Kong Racing, Ocarina of Time, Star Fox 64, Majora's Mask. You could look at this multiple ways, but like I think the main way we should look at it is maybe like what doesn't make it. I know, but the problem is, this is my personal opinion on this, is I don't think there should be two Zelda games on this list, and I think the only reason we're pushing two Zelda games on this list is because we're all being too stubborn about which one we want to put on, so we're sacrificing something else that deserves to be on here just because we can't agree on which Zelda game should be on here. And I th- right? So, sorry, Adriana, what did you say there? Should we count them as one game, then? No, oh, no, no, no. no. Uh, well, one of the games was supposed oh. to be an expansion of the other one, so if you're viewing it from that point of view, then yes, they're one game. Oh. We're going to be here all night trying to decide. As, honestly, we probably could. As it happens, oftentimes expansions are better than the base game, much like Wrath of the Lich King is better than base World of Warcraft. Sure. And, I mean, one of the... All the stuff that was in the previous game. Yeah, but you don't. And, really know what you do, whatever. and hey, one of the games spawned. I I don't even think this is. I don't even think this is debatable, in my opinion. One of the games spawned what is now the second most iconic image in the Zelda series, in my opinion. What, what the, the Majora's Mask? Yeah, the Majora's the Mask is the second most iconic and recognizable like image or thing. From Zelda, other than the Triforce itself, no, I'd say the Master Sword is more recognizable. Master I'd Sword say. is kind of a generic sword, though, to be honest. Whoa, I think honestly, the so the Triforce would be one, but I wouldn't. I, by I think when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, the, the Sheikah symbol that's like on the Sheikah slate that'll overtake Majora's Mask. The eye, assuming yeah. the Sheikah slate is in Breath of the Wild 2. So, once again. We need to make a decision, and this is literally everything we've done as a group of friends for anything has always come down to this question of Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. And we've always copped out by either putting them both on the list or putting them together, and I think we I just I think we have to be ballsy to... and put neither of them on and take something we took off. I agree. Oh. No, I really exact, agree. No, that's the exact point, same thing as I know, out. I was making a joke. 
That's the exact same thing as copping out. But is it copping out? It is. Yeah. It is copping out. It is totally copping out because you can't have an N64 experience without Ocarina of Time. And we all you know can. it. But, but you can. But someone can. It's on but, but, and it's on 3DS. Gino, you have to remember, I didn't play Ocarina yeah, of so Time until 2011, and I had an N64 experience. But Gino, so, some people would say you can't have an N64 experience without Mario 64, and we took that off as well. Like, my argument, again, yeah. is, like, I do think, like, while every Zelda game has its own identity, like I genuinely, as somebody who has literally played every single 3D Zelda at least every seven year. times each, I don't do it every year anymore, but I've played each one at least seven times each other than Breath of the Wild. But honestly, none of them are that different of an experience, save for Majora's Mask because of the tone and Skyward Sword because of the controls. But they're all very similar in experience. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I get that people have a boner for Ocarina of Time because it was the first one and because it's this quintessential game in terms of the timeline, but really, it is, there is nothing objective that makes Ocarina of Time better than any of the other 3D Zelda games. Nothing. You can, anybody could argue that any of the 3D Zelda games is the best one, and they would be valid in doing so because every single game in that series is fucking solid Every single one is good, and I get that Ocarina of Time did it first, but it doesn't matter. The point is, spirit tracks. They're all good. I mean, 3D Zeldas. We're not going into 2Ds, but but, but yeah. there isn't anything objectively awful that could be considered like unplayable breaking. and breaking in Ocarina of Time. I mean, but that's your boring. opinion. Like, that's what you're saying because you're interpreting these things about more Majora's Mask as unplayable or broken. But whenever somebody presents that something from Ocarina of Time, for example, everything you do as a child being super boring, you're just not accepting that as a perspective because you really enjoy that game. Like, I think that those that's temples are boring. boring. What? Like, I like it. But the thing is, I like it. I like Ocarina of Time, and I, I, in fact, I love Ocarina of Time, and I've played it a million times, and I still enjoy those early dungeons, but I don't see why Jabu Jabu's Belly is any better of a dungeon than the Great Bay Temple, because really, it's not, other than the fact that it's in Ocarina of Time, and people have this lens of Ocarina of Time. Yeah, there's how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... And then, yeah, eight dungeons, and then there's two or three sub-dungeons, like Ice Cavern, Below the Well. And, uh, yeah, how can you say this? I know that one particular dungeon might not be comparable to Great Bay, but there's so many other dungeons in there. It's a complete experience. So yeah, no, I, no, but I wasn't comparing it in terms of being quality. I was comparing it in terms of not being quality. I was saying, like, it's no, like, people, like, hearing something like, well, Great Bay Temple isn't great. Like, Ocarina also has temples that aren't great. And I feel like... Right, has more yeah, temples, but it's not, so it's not it, three quarters of the game. And two of them are bad, then, you know, that, that kind of yeah. happens the experience. But if Ocarina but it's, time, it's, but that's what I'm saying. But what I'm ultimately saying here is I'm not saying that any of these dungeons are necessarily bad. What I'm saying is that I think it's unfair to say state things like, well, Ocarina of Time doesn't have something broken. 
as like an objective fact because not everybody perceives Majora's Mask as having something broken. Like I actually don't think any of the Zelda games have anything broken about them. There's nothing wrong with any of the core 3D Zelda games. They're actually all very well executed. Every single one does what it sets out to do. And that's what I'm saying is I don't think any... Like, I think anybody could say, pick one of the 3D Zelda games and say, this is the best one, and have a case for it, because they're all great. recommend to somebody to start for the first time on X4? If they start... Okay, someone starts, starts Ocarina of Time, they can spend an hour and a half in the Deku Tree looking around and eventually get to the the end of it. At the end of your 3-day timer, you have to restart. You have to redo all the keys, you got to redo don't. the bosses, you do. Yeah, you, you don't have, have to redo all the keys. Well, you don't have to, have to redo all the keys again. You have to redo have the to dungeon. Redo. Yes. Okay, you have to you redo do. the dungeon, but you don't have to redo everything. Your progress is still there. Yeah. You can still go no. there and start the dungeon from day it, 1. The point I'm trying to make is okay. You're in Snowhead Temple. You have to do all the jumps and stuff with the Goron. That one can be a bit of a maze. You're no, I know what you meant. Two of the three days, you lose. I you, get you it. You lose Gino. all your keys when you have to go back in time and you have to restart it. No, I know. I'm. I'm saying what. I understand, but I'm saying yes. You have to restart the dungeon, but you don't have to restart everything because you can go to the dungeon right away. And yes, you have to restart the. I understand that that's frustrating, but again, what I'm going to say is you are interpreting these things as flaws because you don't like them, not because they are flaws, because they are doing well, exactly to, what the to, game I'm is designed to do. I'm trying to take myself out of this. But, but we, we are from the point of view as, as a first-time first new for player, that's cool. frustrating. That can make them turn off the console and never go back to it. I'm taking I myself am. out of this. I, I get it, and I get the frustration. All I'm saying is... We're not recommending these to baby gamers. We're saying if you're a gamer and you're going to go back and play games on these N64s, these are the ones you can should consider. Yes, but we're and, also recommending and Ocarina of Time is as well. Ocarina of Time is a game more likely that, that okay, is a game but that if, most people would probably enjoy. But that, but that's the thing is like if if I was telling gamers right now who maybe maybe they've played Twilight Princess, maybe they've played Skyward Sword. Yeah. To go back and play, I would personally say, personally, I would tell them to go play Majora's Mask because it's a different experience. What if they and, don't want something and like that? and like honestly like and but if they don't want but something it's the only one the game. It's the only Zelda experience like that on N sixty four. Like that. Yeah, sorry, you cannot have Majora's Mask without Ocarina of Time in your collection. Okay, but you can't have Banjo Kazooie without Mario sixty four. What? No, no, no. I but think. But Majora's Mask, but that's like saying that, but but that's not true. It honestly is not true that you can't have Majora's Mask without Ocarina of Time, because if that was true, Nintendo would have released Link to the Past remake before they released Link's Awakening remake. It's no different. It stars the same hero, it stars characters that you might recognize, and has a little bit of a connection, but ultimately, there is nothing narratively you need from Ocarina of Time. To play Majora's Mask, literally gameplay wise, gameplay wise, but it but it teaches you all of those things again. That's the thing is it doesn't in a time frame that can be very stressful for first time players on N sixty four Zelda. That's the thing. Like I wanted to reiterate, like once again, Ocarina of Time is a game that can accommodate both newcomers and veterans that if people that have played video games before yes whereas Ocarina of Ta- majora's mask i would never recommend that to someone who has never played a zelda game before 
Right. But yeah. For someone, someone who played a Zelda game, maybe. Yes. Or for the purpose of the argument for the N- Nintendo 64, like, I don't know. I think, and, and, and my mind, and I honestly think in the, the, I, the, the mind of, like, everyone like, in pop culture, when they think of N64 Zelda, the majority of people think of Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah. You can say what you want. You can think Majora's Mask is a better game, but I honestly don't think that can be denied. Yeah, and just like it can't be denied that if anybody's thinking about Nintendo 64, they're thinking Mario 64, but that doesn't mean we're going to put on our list. Just I know, because, but we're, we're, just but because we, you think about Mario 64 game. came off because of our recent experience with the game. I know, but that's what I'm saying is I don't think that's an argument. We're choosing, like I, but we're choosing I, not to weigh it in some respects. Like, All I'm much, saying is like, the way I've interpreted these essentials, just like we're putting Mario Party 3 and just like we're putting Banjo-Kazooie, is these are experiences you can only get on the N64. And ultimately, like I said, it. you can only... like I understand that it's been remade, but I'm not talking about the remakes. I'm talking about... The, the, I'm talking about in terms of the, the series. Like, you can only get the experience of Banjo-Kazooie from yeah. N64. Yes. Because that is where, that, those are, and like, even that, I understand Ocarina 3D is on 3DS, but that's not what I'm talking about, because it's still, you're still playing the N64 game. What I'm saying is, Majora's Mask, you can only get that type of Zelda experience on the N64. Ocarina of Time is not the same thing. You yes, can but, get an Ocarina of Time like Zelda experience somewhere else because Ocarina of Time was better and received better. But they for, would have made more of it. Also, there's a formula that works. I'm not denying that it's unique and different. I enjoy the Majora's Mask games, but game. you're right, yeah. game. But but I would not they recommend did, that. I would not recommend. There's not that just one. Somewhere. There's not just one piece of, like a criteria that we're ranking these games on like there's multiple yeah right yes okay you can only play a game like majora's mask on n64 but the other criteria is would you recommend this game to someone who's never played a zelda or played a nintendo 64 game as before? someone who's never played a zelda game starting with majora's i think it's fine as long as you can read you can play that game yeah and a lot of people who have started with majora's mask have felt that Majora's, Majora's Mask, Mask was my oh, I, second, the second yeah. Zelda game I ever played, and I was like, "What the heck people, is this?" I knew people that have started with Majora's Mask and then Ocarina of Time, and they were frustrated and rage quit. With Ocarina, I can name him right now. I went to high school with him. He told me, you know, it's, you know, he got stuck left and right. Wait, in Majora's or in Ocarina? He started Majora. with Majora's Mask, and then he played Ocarina of Time. Which one is really frustrated. I think it's important to play a more like Majora's Mask is more wide open as we've we've established. Like it's like a proto Breath of the Wild kind of type game where like you have the you have like you know this big world and you have all these these side quests and all these things that you can do. But I would I I'm happy I went through a more linear experience before I was given the option to play something like Majora's Mask. In which yeah, I like, came to the conclusion think, myself like, that this is not the this is not the game for me. This is not something I. Yeah. I thank God I didn't play this first. And I know yeah, like, some people sorry. prefer the tone and the story of Majora's Mask, and that's more 
like that'll help them get through that experience. But a lot of people aren't like that also. And also think so, of it this way. Think of it that you're recommending it to someone who's young, like a younger kid, 12, 10 years old, first time playing an N64. Yeah, but we're rec- recommending this to to gamers. We're saying gamers. Well, like, no, a 12 it, and a 10-year-old can't be a gamer? Yeah, yeah, gamers well, play that's football. That's not what we're saying, right? Gino. We're saying no, that's that. not what they're saying, Gino. We're saying that we're, we are as... all audiences. I know you have to... When we set out to do this, when we set out and did the NES and SNS ones, we said that we're recommending this to like modern gamers, people who are already gamers, who have already had experience playing games. And I understand the argument of, oh, you can get frustrating, but honestly, like, genuinely, I've only played Majora's Mask three fucking times. Three times. And the last time I played it, the last time I played it, which was recently, I had such an enjoyable experience because I'm older now and I'm actually, like, I actually took the time to slow down and be like, I'm actually going to explore everything and I didn't try to rush through the game. And I really fucking enjoyed the game. I thought it was really good. I thought it was done really well. And that's what I'm saying. My your experience, and no one can take that away from you. Right? Yeah, like, we're talking about people's threw, first I experience threw... with the game, not their third or fourth like us. I know, but but what I'm saying is we are we are recommending this to gamers who have played games before. When I played yes. Majora's Mask for the first time, I got frustrated. I was a seven-year-old kid. We're not talking to seven-year-old kids right now. We're talking to people who... Well, and, mind you, well, that was my first th- one of my first 3D games because we grew up in the dawn of 3D games just coming out. So there's a different context, too. You can't yeah, expect we, gamers also, now. Like, yeah, gamers also, now are used to looking... Like, sure, they're used to like being handheld everywhere, but they're also used to worlds that are way more massive than Majora's Mask. And I don't think having to watch... Like, and... I, I genuinely just don't think that people are going to get frustrated and stuck in Majora's Mask. And even if they do, games like Dark Souls and Bloodborne are at an all-time high where people are getting frustrated and like like trial trial and error. Like I don't think these are bad things. I think that's the way the game was designed. I played over time t- over ten times, and those those mechanics, I. I... I wish I could feel those mechanics in other Zelda games. That's why I gravitate to Open Time the most. And, uh, you know, just the Z-targeting, the aiming, everything, it just feels so unique to N64. Yeah, but they're also in Majora's, though. Those core mechanics. Yeah, 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 I know. But but Majora's, like, for example, the archery minigame. The archery minigame. It's extremely difficult. The Octorok ones and the Swamp ones. You know, you know how's how's a first time Zelda player on N sixty four gonna do that? Well, they don't have to. Do the they can try, and then if they don't want to keep going, they don't have to. Okay, so that's an optional side thing to do. How? What about any, everything else? That's a, a optional side thing, right? That can well, be I mean, that's that same. But again, they, they could get like ninety nine percent through the dungeon, and then ooh, and then all oh, time runs and out. You got to start over again. Over again. Do you really think they're like? Okay, so you always sorry. Can I have one thing? Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. So you people always say, "Oh, you have to start over." You know, that's up until N64. That's how games were, right? You lost progress when you failed. That's kind of how. Like kind of well, yeah. I think that's how games should be. You lose progress when you screw up, so you have to do it again. Can I just? But if you spend half an hour on it and then you, can I just say this though? 
can I can I just say this because this is something we also haven't considered. Okay, so on this list of the four games we still have, we have Diddy Kong Racing and we also have Star Fox sixty four. Now let me just say, Star Fox sixty four and Diddy Kong Racing are fucking hard games. And you can get super frustrated with those games too. The coin challenges in Diddy Kong Racing are relentless. Whizpig is a freaking joke. It's so hard. Star Fox 64 is the same thing. So this yeah, is what the I want. The overall experience of it isn't hard. hard. Experience. It is hard. But that's the thing is what I'm saying is I think the problem with this train of like argument is that we're saying, well, this one's harder and people might get frustrated. I think what you need to look at it is in an ideal situation where people don't run into to chat like that you don't you shouldn't consider challenge as even part of this what you should say is somebody going through somebody going through an experience of ocarina of time and somebody going through an experience of majora's mask comparing just the experiences a full experience of those games which one do you think is more quintessential to an N64 player. And I don't think we need to worry about whether they're going to make it through it or not. Because if that was the case, we wouldn't have even considered Earthbound for S- for SNES because that game's a joke, like, so freaking hard. We wouldn't have considered yeah. games like the first Super Mario Bros. on and on uh, NES yeah, because yeah, modern gamers really aren't going to get through that. You lose, pro- you lose progress in that game when you lose three lives. So I'm just saying, I think difficulty is something you should not even be considering right now. You should just consider the experience. Okay, and you'll have um, a better experience in the dungeons of Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I'm just thinking like if you're they're not, more not only about the dungeons. No, I'm just thinking like if you're not literate with the mechanics of N64 Zelda games, I think Ocarina of Time would be the best one to start with because how do you know to oh hit this switch or place a, an Armo statue on this switch well, or bomb this wall? You don't know either. You just kind of have to. Like that's the point of the puzzle. You have to figure it out, and once you establish a pattern, you can apply it going forward. It's not like right away. Ocarina is like you have to flip the like you have to do this torch puzzle like this. You just have to, have yeah, to it figure is. it out, and then next time you right see from, torches, right from like, oh, right from uh, right from Deku Tree, they even tell you take this Deku stick, light that torch, press the switch. They they give you like a step by step on the mechanics. Majora's Mask is none of that. Even Tattle is like, oh, you already know this enemy by now. Yep, the Deku Tree was just an entire tutorial in the whole game. Okay, if that is the case, though, it's been a while since I've done Deku Tree, but if they straight up tell you, use these torches to, like, light the torches, and Mateo's friend still thinks it's one of the hardest things ever, I'm severely concerned. Well, that's because they don't raid. (laughs) Me too, actually. Yeah, and one of them didn't know how to crouch, even though the thing was called the Hole of Z. Yeah, if you don't read the the signs or skip the dialogue, yeah, you'll probably be stuck. But... Well, I just I just feel like you need a good you need a good understanding of the mechanics to Majora's Mask efficiently and have a fun a more fun time with it. I mean, I love I love both games, but I would not recommend starting with Majora's Mask. Over and Majora's Mask is one of Adriano's favorites too. I, I just don't like. I just don't like the idea that we're saying somebody's starting with Majora's Mask because we don't know the starting point of this person. This person, so for all we know, that's why you suggest something safe. That's, that's why I'm saying, but start. If but, suggest, but it's if not about being to... safe. But we're not talking about being safe. We're not trying. I think we're missing the point of this essentials list. We're not trying to guess who these people are and what will cater to their every need. What we're trying to say is what are the unique 
integral experiences on N64 because we don't know somebody who we're saying this to might have played literally every Zelda game except for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, right? Or maybe they've never played one. Both of those games would be appealing to someone who's played every Zelda game before. and And in my opinion, I disagree. I think that Majora's Mask offers something unique and different it does, but I want and to something starting but then there's not, the chance that that's the unique point, but... but then there's the chance that the unique thing about majora's mask isn't appealing to every gamer whereas there isn't something like that in ocarina of time that could fundamentally fundamentally like break the game for them like that's could just that's be boring because they've done it that's repeat. the like, disconnect the same sort of thing over and over I, you guys I just you got you guys like the difference we don't I know, I'm, but I don't think people that disagree. But I don't think. I get that there's people. Like, that, okay, but I get that there's like, people that disagree. <laughs> let's talk about this in a sense. Like, okay, you're not okay. You have a driving license. Are you going to recommend someone to drive a motorcycle? Or are you going to recommend them to drive a car? Yeah. This is, again, like you're going back also, to the same mean, argument. You're going back to the same argument as if we're recommending this to a child. This is not no, the same not thing. Of course, if I'm recommending to my 16-year-old sister what to drive first, I'm going to tell her to drive the car. But we don't know if I'm talking to somebody who's been driving for 30 years so or if I'm talking to somebody who... Also, they require that's why you make a safe like suggestion. But it's not... But it's not about be, making a safe suggestion because I'm trying to hammer in the point. We don't need to guess who these people are. I don't care then who the audience member is. We then are why saying, are you? what is the... Because that's the... I'm saying stop getting... Why are you, stop, because of the, it's stop because of the criteria stuck. that we have established when we first created this series. Stop, it's We're getting too stuck in this idea of who the person is and that was never the point of the essentials list the point of the essentials list was what are unique experiences that are only offered on this console and why i'm saying i think majora's mask again is because it is unique to this system ocarina of time is not ocarina of time there are remnants of ocarina of time in every game that follows um majora's mask and majora's mask and and I get that you're saying, well, some of us don't like Majora's Mask, but guess what? Some people don't like Skyward Sword. Some people don't like Breath of the Wild. Some people don't like fucking Banjo-Kazooie. Some people don't like Mario Kart 64. I don't really care about the people who don't like it. All I'm saying is, if you try this game, you might not like it, but you'll get something different from it than if you try Majora Ocarina of Time, which, sure, more people might like, but it might not be different than what they've already experienced. And I'm all about is I'm not trying to tell people these are games I'm recommending to you because you'll like them. I'm saying these are games I'm recommending to you because this is different from something you've already played. And that's why I'm recommending Majora's Mask. Because I don't want to recommend somebody to play something they've already played. That's okay. Me. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Because you it can say the exact same thing about the other side. Right? What if you've never yeah. played something like that before? You can be an yeah. experienced person and still not have played anything like Ocarina of Time. The That's same true. thing can be said. And one of them inherently is more friendly to someone who is new to that specific genre. You can have that new you can have that experience. The person can be um the the person could be the best speedrunner of any video game. The person can be 
your little sister, the person can be the founder, like Mr. Miyamoto himself. If you have to make a choice between a game that is a little bit more safe when it comes to mechanics, sto uh, story elements, as well as like a, like a commentary versus a game that is divisive in the community as well, I would pick something that is less divisive to recommend. The word is divisive, but... Yeah, first of all, the word is divisive. So I don't want to get into that, okay, but... Nit nitpick at that. Majora's Mask also isn't as divisive as you think. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's, it's definitely not. You know what's critical reception was fantastic, right? People didn't, like, seem to... You have this idea that people hated that game, like, it split the fan base. not... The it was only, very well-received. The only thing... Div literally, the Majora's only Mask thing divisive... Majora's Mask is the reason why I'm friends with Adriano. But you, it was I know. the basis of my friendship yeah, I, with. I, I, I get it. Majora's Mask. But you realize we made, a, we made a, a model of Clock Town for our Grade Six Shapes project. And yeah. maybe I get that it, but game maybe is the... like integral to who I am as a person. Would I recommend it to someone over Ocarina of Time? Never. No. Never. But okay, and it is a game that you come to after. And that's yes. where we disagree. And that's where we disagree because I'm sorry, like. First of all, Majora's Mask is not divisive. Majora's Mask is only ever divisive in one context, and it's when you tell somebody who is super obsessed with the idea that Ocarina of Time is better, that Majora's Mask is better. If you say Majora's Mask is a good game, no Zelda fan will fight you on that. When you say Majora's Mask is better than Ocarina of Time, that's where the divisiveness happens, because people are so gung-ho about Ocarina of Time. So... Ultimately, I get it. You wouldn't recommend Majora's Mask over Ocarina of Time. I'm not trying to convince you of that. I'm not trying to get you to say that Majora's Mask is better than Ocarina of Time. But I am not going to step down and say that Ocarina of Time can offer a gamer more of a unique experience than Majora's Mask can. Because just from a fundamentally, from a game perspective, Majora's Mask is not only a unique experience as a Zelda game, it is a unique experience as a game, period. No other game uses a mechanic like that, a time-based mechanic. Lightning Returns. What is that? Do you, you see Lightning Returns? Yep, they have a time I've, mechanic. I'm, Gino, I'm, I'm telling you right <laughs> I, am, I am being a troll. Gino, I'm purely being a troll right now. I know you're being a troll. I've played Lightning Returns. Don't even bring up Lightning Returns. That game has... They... That game has a seven-day system, and they used Majora's Mask as a way to promote it, and it's nothing like Majora's Mask. It has a seven-day system that literally does nothing. Anyway, I digress. The point is, the reason I think Majora's Mask is worth playing is because it is, honestly, as a game, not even as a Zelda game, as a game, is something unlike anything else you can experience anywhere. Ocarina of Time is not. Ocarina of Time not only has similar games within its own series, it has similar games outside of its own series. And that's, unfortunately, the fault with being a genre-defining game is that you're going to have copycats. And Majora's Mask sure is a bit more divisive. Majora's Mask sure didn't spawn a bunch of copycats. But that's why Majora's Mask is worth well, a play, because well, it's something what? unique. Something Let's different. put Majora's Mask on there because it's not like they're not going to also have Ocarina of Time. But if you have Ocarina of Time, you should have Majora's Mask too. That's just what it is. It's just it's a unique experience. It's something different. I don't even know if I like it better than Ocarina of Time. I like Ocarina of Time a lot. Like, ah, uh, 
I just don't know. I I can't in good conscience. I can't. I know, but it's just I feel like you're looking at it from the the perspective of if we put Majora's Mask on this list, we're saying it's, it's better than Ocarina of Time. Experiences though, it's top five essentials. Like if you had like if yes, you know, but when I came up with the idea to make the series, that was the that was the guiding like principle piece of criteria. Like, like that was yeah. the thing that was the but like point. we've even we've Gino but switched off of things Gino from on and I loathe Majora's Mask with every fiber of my being. I despise G- that game. But if we are going to go by the rules of this this series that we want to continue doing and we have to set a precedent and that's the thing. You know, and the thing I is really like... I'm I'm willing to say that like is there any way we could put both of these games on this list? Or I or we don't because I think we can, but I, ultimately I think we always it end hurts up doing the list. Some kind of, and I think it lid. hurts it, the list. There has to be one because we always cop out and make and make concessions, and it it's you can't. It hurts the list. That's the thing. Is it hurts well, the list to do thing. both? Yeah, and especially well, on N sixty four where we had a short list of seventeen games. This isn't like the NES where we had a short list of eight games. This is a short yeah. list of seventeen games, right? Well, the Zelda games weren't on my list because they're ported and remade, so I didn't put them on my list. Yeah, yeah. So I like. I just. I'm, like I. I understand Ocarina of Time. Like I know it. It is such an influential game, and it's so important. But Gino, it's the same thing as when we talked about NES, and you argued for Legend of Zelda not being on the list. It's not that Legend of Zelda isn't a super influential game and an important game, but it's like if you're gonna go back and play games on the NES, what is worth? What is a unique something different than what you can get now? And the Legend of Zelda one was not a unique enough experience because it's like, well, you can play games like that already on other consoles that are similar. Maybe some of them maybe you might not like it as much as Zelda 1, but like I they're similar. Have, I think we might have to like adjust the rules going forward for like the GameCube one just because I think if we're going to think Nothing about... Nothing is going to come close to this, you know. Yeah, no, yeah I don't think anything. I know. Like this, this was the bloodbath. Game has some pretty the... unique stuff that might override some Nintendo stuff that you guys wouldn't be happy about. But Kirby's Air Ride, Melee. I was thinking. Ultimate... We're not talking about it yet. We're not talking about it yet. But yeah, anyway, yeah, we'll um, get there. I think, I think ultimately, you, like I think what we had to do, Jules, from the right, very get go of this whole list, is like, okay, what's something unique? Taking the time period into account. Because, like, of course, you're going to get a similar Zelda 1 or a similar Ocarina Majora kind of vibe with games, obviously. We're, we, we live in the future from when those those things came out. Okay, but, I, Gino, if I, if I remember correctly, the argument we used when we used that regarding Earthbound wasn't based, like, it wasn't a factor of um, experiences offered outside. The reason I used that the time period as to the reason Earthbound was valid is because it encapsulates a lot of the stuff that like that was unique about the nineties. It doesn't really yeah, translate it wasn't as like well the... with a Zelda game that's set in a medieval fantasy setting. Yeah, and and the thing is, here's the thing. I think it would be a disservice to say these are the five games you could go play on 
on N64 and not include one of the Zeldas because ultimately, like, everybody knows the Zelda experiences on N64 were, were defining. Both. Not just one of these games, both. And we are first and foremost recommending to everybody listening, and they already know we are passionate about both of these games, and we recommend both of these games for you to go play. We can't pick one. And picking one is stressful. I just, again, I just, I knew what I was going to be arguing when I came into this list, and the reason it was Majora's is because it's just... I cannot, Jules, I'm, I, it's, I cannot in good faith. I understand you can't. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot recommend Majora's to to someone in good faith. Okay, but you dislike it. Yes. But you dislike it, but but I don't think it should be about I I no, I would never recommend that game to to someone over Ocarina. But Gino. But it's not about over Ocarina. We're not saying over Ocarina. We're saying that we are we have to put if we have to put it to a simple vote, mine's on mine's gonna be on Ocarina. You guys can come up with the rest of the list. I'm I'm putting my foot down on that. That's where I'm going on this one. You can yeah, like, yeah, like we know that. You could have listened. This is this is arguing th- about it for three hours. This how is the thing. You, this is the thing. You know, we every, if yeah. our opinions about these two games haven't been haven't been like if listeners haven't figured that out by now, then like I don't know, but like obviously this definitely got to be the like fu- we the five we gotta, of us. This don't is, worry. Don't worry. The yeah. five of us, we know where we, everyone knows you. where we stand on this now. For the sake of this uh, unique experience thing, I personally like here. I'll I'll compromise. I think Ocarina is a great game. I think it's a better game than Diddy Kong Racing. That being said, I think Diddy Kong Racing is more essential given that it's a unique experience. Especially if we're having another Zelda game on here, and Majora's offers more than Ocarina in that regard. Majora's is more unique. A... That's as most as you're getting out of me. Yeah, I agree. That's fine, Gino. It's more, it's more unique. unique. That is the only thing I will give it. Gino, I completely agree with you, but if we got to go based on the, the rules that we've previously established... Based on the rules, the it series, is more unique. It is, it'll go on the list. Based on the based on the arbitrary rules that we set well, there up, you have it, it is more unique. There you have it. it. There you have <laughs> it, yes. Majora's Mask will be put on the list, but with the, the biggest asterisks you could ever imagine. Highly recommend Ocarina Time okay, playing. But again, it's also not fair to say it's more because it's not a bad game. Okay, no, it's not a bad. It's not a bad game. It's not a bad game. We're not games on here purely because they're unique. They also have to be good games. I mean, we put seventeen. Otherwise, games otherwise we would have put on Iggy's Wrecking Ball for Justin because that's a unique game. Yeah, it, 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 yeah that was put, no. that was just that was purely for the memes. It wasn't one of the games that we actually are hardcore considering. Yeah. No, I know. No, no but he, what he's this saying is definitely is, the bloodbath that I wanted it to what be. He's saying, I will say that. I know. What he's saying is like, Majora's Mask is not a bad game. We are all, I think we're all in agreement. Mine is, I think maybe, I didn't know this, but apparently Gino's the one who does, thinks Majora's Mask is a bad game, but that's okay. I think um, Majora's Mask is a legitimately bad game. Like, I okay. legitimately think I do, that. I've do, thought that for years. I do years. not think it's a bad game. I will just never vouch for it over top of Ocarina. But I just want to play yeah. Zelda right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Adriano, so, yeah. another Adriano, I could recommend you a game called Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I think you would enjoy. 
No one would have very Adrian, much enjoy it. I could recommend a game to you called The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks that you've never played and you should you might enjoy. It, no, that is another no, issue we got to... No. Adriano, we got to get you to play that game. I can recommend a game to you no. called Dark Souls. Adriano, Adriano Zelda. Before oh, we I, never think, have uh, I, think, I think we should wrap. We're digressing too we much. We're, slowly we're digressing. Yeah, we're digressing sure. too much, but Adriano can never play Spirit Tracks. Okay? No. No. Never. As soon as Why? he plays Spirit Tracks, because then... Because Gino, okay, because Gino, because Gino, I, I don't even know if you know this, Adriano, but Gino and me have this running joke where Gino's like, Jules, you're not the biggest Zelda fan I know. Adriano is, and we're always going back and forth about it. And as soon as you said you hadn't played Spirit Tracks, I'm like, Gino, you can't say it anymore. Adriano hasn't played one of the games. You got to consider me your, your, the biggest Zelda fan you know now. Uh, it's, I'm not quantifying your fandom. It's just that? It's more, so more of a joke. Me, I'm the biggest Zelda fan. No, I know. We're just we're we're not actually it, quantifying it, it, our fandom. It's more of a joke. It's, I'll yeah, do it. I'll do all the games. That's what it's <laughs> yep, you gotta do it. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna add Majora's Mask to the list then, which means then Star Fox 64 and Diddy Kong Racing. So our final Five, then, with the big asterisk, of, of course, we recommend every game we talked about today. Obviously, we had a lot to say in regards to Zelda. Um, and the final five we're able to come up with as hard, bloodbathy, and like killing each other's firstborn children and like taking each other's limbs. Like, you should see <laughs> the bloodbath over here. But we have in the wreckage, in the in the um, guy. in the ground zeros, we have Mario Party Three, Banjo Kazooie, The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask, Star Fox sixty four, and Diddy Kong Racing as the five essential N sixty four games. So, I wanted to make a quick joke about how Banjo's the real winner on this list because he had two games that he appeared in. He's made two appearances in these five games. No other character has that over him. We hope you enjoyed part two of our N64 Essentials episode. Um, Just a reminder that our next episodes will be part of our E3 um, marathon of episodes. So I said last episode that we would speak about this a little bit, but um, what's going to happen is for the next couple weeks as E3 is on, we're going to have prediction episodes. We're going to have live reactions some breakdown episodes and everything within the e3 period will be considered its own season of the hub world podcast in the sense that it will not increase our number count once the e3 season is done we will return with episode 21 um so we look forward to seeing you during e3 um hopefully we will have a new zelda sequel to battle out sometime when we do the switch essentials sometime soon um and thank you all for listening um make sure you give us a like and a comment um if you want to weigh in on tell us are you a majora's or are you an ocarina fan or are they both terrible um so please tell us just know gino fans and gino the puppet and yeah have a wonderful E3 week. We look forward to to connecting with you soon. Have a great one. Get hyped.